This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I'll just hang out until uh, until we're ready to go. Yeah, uh, Dennis is ready to go. His people asked that we play a quick commercial for another one of his books that uh, he'll be pr- promoting as well. Well, I've already read every one of his books ever, so I could just do the commercial live if you want. You could. They sent us audio, so here, we'll, we'll just go ahead and play it for you. Sounds good. What happens when a cantankerous radio personality Shut up, or I am going to stab you. is forced to sit three hours a day with a bubbly millennial. Download the app and you can listen oh, live. I knew it. Find out in Dennis Lehane's latest book, You're a Disaster. Available in paperback and hard copy wherever finer books are sold. You know what I love? The crabbiest man in the world just called me crabby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. I'm not crabby, I'm quiet. As oh, is. yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a lot of quiet people have that look on their face like, I'd like to stab everyone. <laughs> Says the guy with the most resting bitch face I've ever seen. Also, who That's verbalizes? Who verbalizes he would like to stab people? <laughs> There's a difference. Or shoot them. That'd okay, yeah, that's true, too. Hi, Dennis. Welcome to the show. Is Dennis ready to hey, go? Hey. Yeah. Oh, Dennis, how are you? You're with us. You had to hear all that. That's too bad. No, it was lovely. It was lovely. Mr. Lehane, i got to tell you something. Um, I have read every book you've ever written. I'm a huge fan. We've talked before, as a matter of fact, a couple of times. Had you on the other shows that I've been on, whatever. But I just, uh, from, from day, how many years have been? Your first book came out when? That, that's a long time ago. Now. First book came out in 94. God, it's so, already 30 years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dennis. Well, in 20, give me, give me, a, give me, a, give me a year, you know, 20 years. <laughs> That's right. I'll give you that one year. Yeah. Dennis Lehane, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah. It's it, small mercies. I, first of all, do you pick your own titles? Yeah. Yeah. Because they're really good titles. I, Mystic River, Gone Baby Gone. I mean, you go down the list. Your titles are always really good. Uh, how did you know you'd be so good at that? I don't, you know, it was, there's only two things i um, proprietary about. Like I can be, uh, be a real bitch about if you try to push against <laughs> one is titles and the other is dialogue. Like don't touch my dialogue. Don't touch my titles. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, so small, small mercies. I actually had a different title initially. And then they told me I couldn't use it because another book published by my publishing house had come out a year ago with the same title. So I was like, okay. And then I found small mercies. Well, your book was originally called the Bible, right? Yeah, it was. It was the Bible. It was a Bible colon the New Testament. Yes, that's what. Oh, that one might be taken. Oh, that's rough. Sorry. That one might be taken. What? And they said, um, you know, this is a small book that few people have heard of that you might not. (laughs) They're not going to be happy with this. Like Deuteronomy, and they were like, strike two. Dennis, when did? How did you find out? When did you find out? that you would be so good at what you do. Like I said, I've read every book you've ever written, so, you know, uh, you got a fan in me. There's no question about that. Well, that, um, I don't know. I think it, was, it wasn't a matter of finding out I was good at it. It was finding out that I was bad at everything else. <laughs> See, that's why you're good at it, right? There. I got no skill sets, like none. And um, it's, it's really, it's really kind of sad. And the only thing I can do is just make stuff up and get paid for it. Well, you're Which, really good at it. We, yeah, I'll take it. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of pray for my kids. I'm like, just be good at one thing. Because mm-hmm. then you never pulled in any other direction. Like, I couldn't be like a lot of my friends who, like, you know, they went to college, and then they switched majors, and then they kind of thought about one career, and then they left that career to become another thing. This this was it. 
me. Um, I, you know, I can shoot pool. That's about it. And you can't, you know, but not to the point where, you know, I want to go on the road like fast Eddie Felsen, you know what I mean? So it's like, so, um, you know, making up stuff and writing it down was all I could ever do. So I started doing it about 20 and then, and then when I was like around 26 or so, I started to think, Oh, I might have a shot at this. And then I published my first book when I was 29. So God, that's so, that's wonderful. So that, uh, and what you said that was 94, the first yeah, one? yeah, God, yeah, you know, Dennis, you and I were much younger then. That's all I have to say. I know it's sad, <laughs> it's so sad. When you sit like I, I run writers' rooms now. I, I do a lot of TV shows, and so you know, I'll say something about like, you know, at least I don't make the other mistake that I see old guys make all the time. They'll be like, "Well, you know who Gipsy Russell is?" And then you know, <laughs> crickets, crickets. You know? <laughs> like, uh, I don't make those mistakes, but sometimes I will say things like. Oh, you know, back in the night, you know, like 93, 94, thinking that, you know, that they know, you know, for one second, and then I'll realize she was four. You know, that writer yes. that I'm talking to was four. You know, she doesn't remember when, when Nevermind came out. You yep. know? Yep. No, I understand. So, I should tell you, Dennis, by the way, that they're, 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 I don't know if there's an odd mystic connection or something, but I once had a dog named Nipsey Russell. <laughs> Actually, we had we had two dogs, and their names were Nipsey and Cassie Russell. Oh, that is awesome! They were see, and not, not nobody now. See, we we're those old guys. Nobody <laughs> knows what we're talking about right now. I mean, unless you got some somebody in their fifties who's driving along listening to the show right now. Nobody has any idea what we're talking about. <laughs> but, uh, well, they must so know. Here, so since we're already going down this, I'll go all in. The first celebrity I ever saw was in New York City. I was crossing like Park Avenue mm-hmm. and coming across the other way was Nipsey Russell. Oh. And, I, and I went, Nipsey Russell. And and he, <laughs> he gave me this big broad smile and oh. did the shooter thing with his two fingers. Sure. And it just made my day. I loved him. I thought he was magnificent. I don't even know where the hell was he always on like Ed Sullivan or some damn God, we're going way back now, Dennis. We're going way back. I think he was on like well Hollywood Squares or Price is yep. right. I know yep. Hollywood Square. Yep. The gong show or something. I don't know. Now, what I should probably do, Dennis, is do my job and ask you, so what's Small Mercies all about, Mr. Lahane? (laughs) (laughs) Small Mercies. So in 1974, by court order in South Boston, they desegregated the the federal schools by court order. And they they were prepared to bust 50% of the population of South Boston High School, which was 100% white and swap it with 50% of Roxbury High School, which was predominantly African-American. Mm-hmm. And Southie and the city of Boston lost their minds. And, and the whole city just revolted against it, and particularly in South Boston. And during that incredibly hot and violent summer, a woman who, who is a, a, a housing project mother um, goes looking for her daughter, who doesn't come home one night, 17-year-old daughter. And this woman... Uh, begins to believe there's a connection between that and the death of an African-American man. And this woman, her name is Mary Pat Fennessy, and she is a brawling, hard-drinking, chain-smoking, foul-mouthed, alcoholic, racist who doesn't know she's a racist, And but she is unstoppable. She's an unstoppable engine, and she goes on a search for what happened to her daughter. And she will not be dissuaded, and she will not be scared off. And that's that's the book. 
No, Dennis, you, you grew up in Boston, did you not? Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. I, I thought I remember that. I, I will tell you something. I just, my wife and I just uh, went to Boston again uh, about a year ago. I guess it was last summer, something like that. That is one of the most magnificently fascinating places on earth to be because I, I do. I just love, well, first of all, when you go to North Boston, you sit on an Italian restaurant, you got about 52 minutes to eat your meal and get the hell out. I love that. I love that about Boston. You know what I mean? 52. Oh, they were backing off. 52. <laughs> I should have been about 40. Half an hour. <laughs> that, and he's, five, get out of here. And he's not kidding, by the way. You got about a half an hour to eat your meal and get the hell out. That's just how yep. it is. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a great town to be from. So many magnificent inspirations in that town, aren't there? Yeah, I think it's because, you know, it's so, it's so, de- it's really small. But it's super dense. Yep. So, and and for many years, and that's something the that Small Mercies is very much about. For many years, it was very tribal and balkanized, and so you could literally feel like, oh, if I go to this neighborhood, it's like stepping into Italy, and if I go to this neighborhood, it's like stepping into like yes. Like, so, if I go to this neighborhood, it's like stepping into Poland, and if I go to this neighborhood, it's like stepping into Ireland, and and it was, it gave it a. It, it, you know, I write in very dark ways about the tribalism. It's not a it's not a positive thing in my books, but it was also a very interesting way to grow up and to see it and to feel it constantly. You have there's just so much the demographics and the economics change so quickly mm-hmm. from block to block sometimes in Boston. And so that makes it a fun city to write about. No question about it. Dennis, unfortunately, I, uh, this interview should have been about two hours long, not eight minutes, because there's so many more things. you got to come back more often. I, there's many, many things, because I would like to talk to you about, because uh, I grew up a nice Catholic boy, and going to Boston for the very first time, that is the most Catholic place I've ever been. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Dennis, please come back. I love your work, and I cannot wait to read Small Mercies. Come back soon, sir. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks so much, Tom. Have a good day. Bye. That guy's books. Have you ever read a Dennis Lehane book? Haven't yet, no. That boy can write a book, man. It's, you'd love it because it, it ties Boston in with this crime, that crime, you know, Gone Baby Gone. Well, shut it. You've seen the yeah, movies. You've seen the movies for sure, yeah. yeah. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. So, Tevin Pittman's here. I'm here. I'm here. Worry not. I was just going to attack black people, and now I can't because you're here. <laughs> yeah, you got to work that into like the seven o'clock. I got to get it done before you get here. Is that what you're saying? Yep. No, I. I well, thanks again for that booking. I'm telling you what, Dennis Lehane. You had Kieran on with us just before that. Kieran Giovanni, as a matter of fact, I, I just I love interviews like that. They were both very. You know, do you guys think? Because this is the read I kind of get from people, and once in a while I get an email from their publicist or whatever that they just enjoy the fact that it's not like, well, let me ask you a question about how you wrote this book and what you think of this. And it. They, they, they like to come on the show because it's just a conversation. It's not right. ass-kissing. It's not, oh, I have no idea what I'm talking about. And, you know, that, I, I love the fact that people love coming on this show. I really do. Yeah, well, it's like even when you have comedians on, it's not like you're like, be funny, tell us a joke. It's just be yourself, let's have a conversation, and if people like you, the person, they're more likely to come up to your show rather than if you do yeah. or buy your book than they are if you you know read an excerpt from it or something like that. No question. And by the way, I know you've seen his movies, but if you, if you uh, 
No, not if. You definitely have to read Dennis Lehane's books because they're so well written. I mean, you would know exactly what he's talking about, where he is. If you've been to Boston, you guys all been to Boston? Oh, yeah, I have not. No, I've never been there. Oh, my God. It's one of my favorite places on earth. You know that it was apparently this big hill in the middle of the bay, and they flattened the hill and turned it into Boston. Really? Isn't that weird? There has to be easier ways. You would think. Right, like we could just live next to the hill. Yeah, like let's go one mile east and be done with this. Yeah, it's no joke. If you look on a map, just go and Google map Boston. They basically, there's no grid. They just paved over the old donkey paths, and they were like, that's our highway system now. It's wild. (laughs) That's exactly right, right there. I love Boston. I just do. I love the people. You know why I love the people? Hmm. Uh, excuse me, sir. What time is it? Yeah, blow it out your ass. <laughs> <laughs> just say, Boston definitely has the reputation for being very aggressive. Oh, yeah. And like, I feel like if you meet one person from Boston, you've met them all because they're all exactly the same. It's like, Because it's not like New York then, right? Because I feel like New York people are actually pretty accommodating. It's one of those things they where they're not be, super yeah. approachable, but once you do get them involved... They're a little too involved. Where if you're like, mm. "How do I get here?" They're like, "Okay, well, they're like committed to finishing." The, but right. like Boston, you think is like arm's length. No, thank you. I'm not getting involved. Well, they will tell you right to your face about one inch from your nose. Leave me alone. Okay, got it. I can <laughs> feel that. They're very sweet, nice people. They actually care about. Hey, by the way, I want to tell you, this is a nice blouse you're wearing today. They do that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But then if you step over the line, it's like back the f up. Yeah, <laughs> that's just the way they are, which I like. I like those kind of people, just very honest about it. Yeah. Right? Like, I like, let's see, there's a sports guy that I've worked with. I can't remember his name, but I also can't remember. There was a baseball team in town, but I can't remember their name either. (laughs) They're struggling. Oh, my God, that team sucks. Judd, what the hell are we going to do? I texted you last night. They scored a run. (laughs) Hey, I read it on the air. Hey, what do you want, Tom Bernard? I read it on the show this morning. Here's a text I got last night from Judd. They scored a run. <laughs> and then, of course, Got that was slaughtered. basically it. Um, oh. How about Carlos Correa being booed oh. now? Deservedly so, hitting 185, 0 for 5, two strikeouts. And I think he left something like six men on base last night. You I know. know. Terrible. Yeah, and I think he leaned, like, because he obviously gets interviewed after the game, and he was like, yeah, I deserve to mm-hmm. get booed. So he's at least self-aware that this is unacceptable well, for the amount of money so he's getting good. paid. So that's a good thing. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, better than the denial and delusions. No, or being mad right. about it. It's right. like, no, no, you stink right now, dude. <laughs> God, I just, looked down at, this. I just looked down at the show sheet just now. How about this trio? You got Tevin Pittman, you got Judd Zolgad, and you got Dennis Lehane on in the same 15-minute period. What the hell more could anybody ask for? You know what I mean? Well, at least one of them. <laughs> Kevin and I, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, give yeah. it or take it. That's it's fine. Nice. But, uh, Dennis is carrying Tom, it. You, you are uh, absolutely correct. Boston is a great town. Oh, I loved Boston. Love and Fenway Park, yep. I absolutely adored Fenway Park. I've never been inside. I've been by it, but I've never been to a game. Oh, you got to go to a game. I've heard from everybody. They actually sit and watch the game. So, they do, so. Yeah. Wrigley Field, in my opinion, is a lot of fun, or it was. It's so Disney-fied now, but it's a lot of fun. But, you know, a ton of those people go to be seen and get drunk, which is fine. That's the prerogative. But the game in Chicago, to me, is very secondary. The Cubs game is. In Boston, it's all about the experience of the baseball, and Fenway is just fantastic. you got to go. 
By the and way, get in. if you if you um, are very sensitive about people commenting on your basically your faith, your sex, your skin color, then stay the hell away from Boston because they bring it all up. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't matter to them at all. Incredibly kind of racist town too. Correct? Oh, it yeah. can be. It can be. No I was gonna say. I, I've heard. I've heard that it is uh, very, very um, difficult, or can be made difficult to live there if you don't, you know, fit in. As that's might true. Say. That is true. You you don't. I would say if you want to move to the North End, you better be Italian. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I mean, it's just one of the great stories of all time. And I don't know how the hell I can tell this story, you know, repeating what the guy actually said. And I think there's still audio of it out there somewhere. It's from, well, Jim Rice played in Boston when? In the 1970s and 80s? Yes. Yeah, that sounds about right, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. There's still audio of a guy sitting in center field that used to go to every game just so he could ride Jim Rice's ass. Now, Jim was a very, very, or is a very, very big man, mm. not real tolerant of other people's ideas. And again, I'm just repeating what he said, so don't get pissed off at me about what this guy said. But the way Jim Rice looked, because I was watching the game when this happened, and he had a look on his face like, God, am I glad he's not that pissed off at me. I was terrified, and I'm like a thousand miles away from the game. <laughs> this guy kept yelling Things about Jim Rice. And I don't know why he wanted to ride Jim Rice's ass. I have no idea. Just didn't like him. Whatever. I told you one, uh, just yesterday I told a story about this guy was riding Jim Rice at a Twins game. And Jim Rice snapped his bat in half. Remember I talked about that? It wasn't a broken bat either. He snapped it in half. That is incredible. Incredibly (laughs) strong, Terrifying. I know. Oh, God. Like, what are you eating? What kind of protein did you have this morning that you can do that? Was it like over his knee type of thing? Or it wasn't just he grabbed it one end? He just grabbed it and snapped it in half. Oh, my goodness. Nope. (laughs) That's a guy you do not mess with. Yeah, you don't want to mess around Jim Rice. So anyway, I'm I'm not going to say what the guy actually said because he... Got way out of line, right? But he was riding Rice and riding him and riding him, and he just finally decided that I got to get to this guy. He's not reacting. And the look on Rice's face after he said this, that guy is really, I, he must have gotten out of the state. That's what I'm thinking, because he yells out, and it was at a very quiet moment in the game, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, maybe just when he got out there in the outfield, because Jim was an outfielder. And I'm going to change the, the, the words that he used. And he yells out, hey, what was Rice's number again? Number five, was he? 14. 14. Oh, he was number 14. So it was one and four. Good. I was close. <laughs> one and four added together is five. Get it? No, anyway. So he said 14. Kept calling him, hey, 14, hey, 14, blah, blah, blah. What comes out of Asian's butts? Or he said ass. What comes out of an Asian's ass? Rice. And he kept saying it over and over and over again. What? And the look that Jim Rice got in his face like, boy, you better get the hell out of Massachusetts. I'm just telling you. Good for Jim Rice. Oh, my God. What an obnoxious. You should have seen this guy. And he was very proud of himself, too. 
the things that people yell at <laughs> professional know. athletes just blows my mind. Right? Like, it's drunkenly for like, ah, you hear it. Like, it's just, Let me just be, tell you. No nothing. other profession we are going no. to allow that. I cannot imagine. Right. I'm not showing up to your factory job taunting <laughs> you. Yeah, well, that's exactly like, it, isn't it? Trying to work there. Hey, you, you suck. Right. Why do you think it is that people think they can yell whatever they want at players? You pull that lever like a pussy. <laughs> exactly there you go i think baseball fans assume that they're completely protected the one that i don't get is why haven't we especially with with where things are going in our society now why are we still just allowing and and it's because of cash why are we allowing fans to literally sit courtside and be almost involved in basketball games you're right because it feels to me like we're getting closer and closer and closer to something really going wrong um, oh, but yeah. you know, it's the only sport where we literally, so there's no protection. There's nothing there. And yeah. fans, that's what I don't get. Why, why do they feel emboldened? These athletes are in their face and can kick their asses six ways to Sunday. Oh, and yes. yet we still see no, this, no. you know, all the time with fans screaming and spilling drinks there and all that crap. By the way, he didn't use the word Asian either. He used a very derogatory term. Oh, yeah, I figured that's yeah, what you were talking I mean, that's about. Just, that was, and I'm not doing that part of it. I just, it's like, I just don't understand why you, you're behind a fence, you're sitting way up off the field, he's still going to come up and whip your ass if you piss him off enough, I'll tell you that. Have you ever seen a, a player go into the stands? Oh, Malice at the Palace. Yeah. 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 Malice yeah. at the Palace is one of the there bad. You go. Yes. Was that What was that on? There's a was the Netflix doc. Yeah, there's a Netflix documentary, but it was the Pistons and the Pacers back in like 2004 or something like that. And when you watch the documentary, you're like, Yeah, it makes sense. I exactly. You go. (laughs) You go. Yep, that all tracks to me. I'm not saying they should have went up into the stands, but but the guy. You're only human, and you can only only take take so so much. much, And I would have done more for less. So it's like, Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we were just talking about this yesterday, the fact that I, I used to ride the players, but I never, ever got that personal with them. Uh, you suck is about the worst it ever got. Like, I guess it's a little personal. Right. Well, and like, I think there's something to be said if you can also make it funny. Yeah. Like, oh, totally. Yell, if you're going to yeah. yell at a player, yep. like, you have to also make it funny where it's like, I'm just yelling at you because you're on the other team and I have to say yes. something. Like, yeah. And that's what we did. Yeah. Marty, and, Marty and I, we never got... It was never mean. It was never about race. It was never about oh, that kind of God. thing. Oh, God. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Oh, people do that. I know, but like in what, how mortifying would you see that in 20 years? That's somewhere on a video of you yelling, screaming a Wouldn't racist. Oh. oh, my God. <laughs> a little hard to do. Ostrich oh. yourself in the sand or like, immediately. Or like your parent, you oh, know? Oh, my God. Like that's, that's the thing I just don't get. Yeah. I have to take a break. You can stay with us until, uh, what, 38? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Magnificent. We'll be right back a couple seconds more with Judd. Tevin in studio, too. Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on brand new Bennington, on a brand new Bennington pontoon. Here it comes again, Brittany. When are you going to buy it, Tom? When are you going to buy it, Tommy? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Cruise the water in luxury on a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Power Lodge. Enjoy sunset from the water. That is one of my favorite things. Sunset on the water. My God, it's beautiful. Uh, entertain the kids, float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at the Power Lodge. You've heard it. 
Britney's trying to get me to commit to buying a new pontoon for her family to hang around on. And the easiest way to have a bunch of friends come out of the woodwork is to own a pickup truck or a pontoon. <laughs> it makes me sad. But I... <laughs> what? It's true. Full disclosure, I already did research on a life jacket for Gogo. So ah, like, see, there you the go. ad is hurtful because it's correct. So right, well, I better reach out to him today then. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. I had an instant friends when I owned a pontoon. Oh, yeah, we definitely did. There's no doubt about that. Enjoy the best days of summer with friends, new friends on your favorite lakes, and a brand-new Bennington pontoon from the Power Lodge. Miller Marine in St. Cloud is the largest Bennington dealer in the entire world, as a matter of fact. That is a fact. And my friends at the Power Lodge brought Miller into the family. Throttle therapy on land and water. Go to powerlodge.com and millermarine.com. Oh, and please tell them that Tommy sent you. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. Progressive presents Precious Moments. Yeah, I caught my first fish, Dad! Great job, buddy. He's a beauty. Thanks for taking me fishing. Love you, Dad. I love you too, son. The exchange you just heard didn't actually happen, but it could. Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive, and you could use the savings to make sure the boat's always ready for those magical father-son moments. Who knows, maybe someday he'll actually like fishing. So keep the dream alive and the savings coming with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. All right, I know you're all depressed about the twins. Judd, are you reverting back post or pre-Livia, or are you still rocking your Livia? Absolutely not. You know what? That's th the one thing is that they have helped me, and they're going to help you too, get on a weight loss track because it is weight control. It's not a diet. It's not a fad. It's not a quick fix. What, what it is is it is a permanent solution because their dietitians and nutritionists are going to help you take the weight off. And most importantly, Britt, as you just said, they are going to help you throughout the process then keep the weight off. And that's the most important thing. In fact, join today. Receive three months free plus a free gift during their client appreciation week. Get summer ready right now. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A-Olivia.com. L-I-V-E-A-Olivia.com. Livia Weight Control Centers is your ticket to permanent weight loss. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. <laughs> I am outraged. <laughs> they left the black guy off the list of friends. Typical. I cannot believe my ears. Brady points to me. I'm expecting to hear my name. So and was just I. Nothing. You know what? 
No Let me just point something out to you, okay? Oh, my gosh. Whenever you hear somebody doing a live read and they have to play music behind it, don't ever believe anything they say. <laughs> They're going to distract people with the music in the background. I cannot. That was so funny. I kept thinking, terrible. they'll do Tevin. They'll do she Tevin. Me, I'm not even expecting to hear my name. Brittany gets my hopes up just to be cool. I, I thought, I thought it was going to happen. I had high expectations. You know why wouldn't Tevin be yeah. added to the list you of believe friends? believe she did wow. that to you? You want to know why you're not on the yeah. list of friends? Why is that? Because you're family. Oh, I'll, God, take I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. That makes that me feel a lot better excuse. about myself. But here I still am going to go home and cry. No, I get that. I get that. I might go home and cry, too. What do you think? That was rough. <laughs> Tough road to hoe. No question yeah. about it. Okay, so the twins suck, and I'll just... <laughs> yeah. I, I, honest to God, I, I, I was so up on them when the season started. They had a beautiful couple of weeks there at the beginning, a few weeks or whatever it was. This team has sucked huge for about 10 straight days now. Maybe longer than that. Maybe it's two weeks. Well, here, I guess here's the question. Do we think that they are going to? Do, do we think that they have enough guys who are simply slumping at the plate, right, to overcome this, or are they not? Not everyone, but do they have just too many weak spots there? That's my question. And if they do, they need to address it soon because, you know, Tom, as we talked about yesterday, the pitching's too good yep. to just say screw it. And, and they're in first place in a division that they could easily win. Unless somebody yes. in this godforsaken division is going to get incredibly hot, um, which Cleveland did, what, last September, and the Twins yeah. obviously yep. were awful. But yep. that's the thing is if you can – I got to believe, I hope, I would pray that Carlos Correa at $36 million a season is going to end up at like, you know, 260 or something, right? That would be nice, yes. Okay, that'd be nice. But if the reality is that you have this many weak spots, I will say this one. I'm not going to be surprised within the next few days if Jose Miranda is dispatched to St. Paul. Yeah. Kyle Farmer plays yep. third base for now. And, and Royce Lewis is ahead of schedule. He's going to start a rehab assignment at Double A, I think, this week. And he is eligible to return from the 60-day IL late this month. I would not be surprised if he, when he is set to go, if he takes over at third base and he can hit. Yeah, yeah. I, we got to do something. I got to be honest with you, and I'm not trying to blame everything on one person here, but if we have another, what? Look, three errors in one inning. Really? Oh God! Did, did you see it? Too? It was horrible. The the two on the catcher who I've liked, but Vasquez, the two on him, yeah. you know, bad throw to second allows the guy. To go to third. Yep. Explain the third one if you saw it though. So he thinks so Vasquez <laughs> thinks he's gonna pick off Tatis from third base. Miranda, who by the way is a butcher at third to start with. So right. like the simple right. act of throwing him the ball playing catch might be dangerous. Uh has no clue it's coming or he gets over too late. The ball hits. It looked like the bad news bears. Bramer said, What happened? Because I looked out at my scorecard and now a guy is scoring, and Dick in this case wasn't wrong. No, you're right. I throw the ball. I don't understand what the hell we're doing, but I will tell you this, and this is my prediction, and I'm not blaming him at all, but if this doesn't improve, Rocco ain't going to have a job much longer. That team is in bad shape. I mean, they started beautifully and just tanked, right? I, I love the fact that you just said that. Why? That's a very Zolgadian thing to which now sports fans <laughs> say, Zolgadian. no, what are you talking about, Tom Bernard? You're crazy. No, he's fine. No, it's not his fault. No, let's absolve him. Um, 
Yeah, I mean something something has to give here, and because again, they're in first place. Mm-hmm. Their pitching has been outstanding. Mm-hmm. This middle, is not a middle relief is, is not very good. This is by no means a lost cause. No. So something here. Here's my first guess. If there's going to be a fall guy, because this is the typical baseball thing now. Yes. It. It's the hitting coach first, right? Yes. That's exactly right. He'd be the first to go, but then I, if, if I were Rocco, I'd be getting a little nervous because failing the miserably at the end of last year didn't help either. No. And have you seen his um, his postgame press conferences? And I, I like this. I feel like Rocco's a little more salty now, which he should be, by the way. Yeah, because he used to be really boring. Yeah, he used to be boring, and like he would blame nobody for mm-hmm. anything. Right. And and so last night, he was trying to absolve the bats a little bit, which I didn't like, but he also then said, I want to talk about the mistakes and the fielding and those Good. things. So, Good. So, yeah, exactly. So at least it was something sort of spicy as opposed to, well, we'll come back tomorrow and get him, which I'm so sick of. You know, and I'm not going after Rocco because I don't like him. I've never met him, don't know him at all. I don't hate the guy or anything, but he is the one that's going to take the punch. Like you said, first of all, the hitting coach will go. But then if it doesn't get any better, Rocco's Rocco's walking in some thin ice. Yeah, I would imagine at some point in time that that he's either going to be on thin ice or they just have to start to freaking hit. That's my point is, is do they have enough guys that are just slumping right now but I mean, to, to that point, you know, when Carlos Correa is at 185, going 0 for 5 and yeah. being booed by fans, it can't be ignored. People want to, you know, oh, it's early. You don't know what you're talking about. No, He'll no. be fine. Nope. Exactly, Tom. Exactly. These are lost opportunities to win baseball games. And you know what? They matter just as much in May as they will in September. Well, let me ask everybody in studio here. You played softball in your life or baseball, whatever. Mm-hmm. You've done all those things. If you got guys on first, second, and third with nobody out, wouldn't you try to hit a fly ball, not a a screaming liner? Yeah. You'd try to get the ball to the outfield to score at least one run. Yeah, bring somebody to sacrifice yourself. If you can put it in the gap, you're going to score maybe all three runs. Yeah. Right? You get a hold of it, you hit a home run. You don't... The things they were doing, hitting little ground balls to the shortstop. I mean, what the hell is that? I mean, And then they didn't leave the base. Yeah, or, or they didn't even leave the base. Play. Nick yeah. Gordon didn't run, Tevin. He, he didn't even run. Yeah, that, I mean, as somebody that when I, I'm just trying to make contact and get it as far as humanly possible, like, so I can't aim it or anything like that. But, yeah, yeah you definitely, with how you guys are saying, like, you're saying it's fine, it's fine, we'll get there eventually. Like, well, that's how you get to the end of the season, looking at, well, now we're out of time. Yeah. yeah. We've won all these games in the past. Yep. And you yep. still, there is strategy, strategy to baseball. And, yeah, you can't just you're go up there strategy. and swing away. No, it's tragedy. Strategy. Yeah, there's tra- How do we strategy? have to say it? Strategy. Oh, that tragedy. broke my brain. I'm still no. I'm tragedy's good tripping for up you. about my name not being mentioned. No, I understand. <laughs> I, I've yeah, thought this through go. now. You know, I'm not a huge like sports analytics. You know, sometimes what? I shocking. You're but not. I feel like if I had three people on base and I was only up one time. Yep. I'd lean into it. I'd take the. I get hit. And I would oh, take it. the hit. That's a good idea. You're welcome, because it would probably <laughs> kill me. Right but... in the noggin. Right in the noggin. Okay, it doesn't have to be my head. I oh say my it does. God. It definitely does. Like center and you can't mass. wear a helmet either. What is wrong with you? I'd like to see some damage. <laughs> <laughs> How about her arm, Tom? Leg. Yeah. How about that? You sort of stick no, no, leg noggin. But don't worry, I'd be really dramatic. Oh, oh you would. Too. You oh. dropped a one-day. off the field. Oh. So help me. Help me. 
I'm down. I just wanted to watch a game less. I'm at home by myself. My wife's coming home today. I'm looking forward to that. I want to sit down and watch the Twins beat a very mediocre team in San Diego. Mm-hmm. I just, they got smoked again. God, it's upsetting. The only good part about the loss was, did, did you see the, the, I think it was in the eighth, the home run the Padres guy hit, Joey Gallo. Is playing yeah. left field. Yep. Never turned around. He never even I turned love, around. Don't you love when players <laughs> do that? Like he didn't look. He didn't. Nope. He didn't move back. He didn't move up. He just like stood in his tracks and said, eh, "Boy, home run." Well, it ended up pretty deep in the second deck, if I remember. I know correctly. it did. <laughs> so... but that's such a veteran. That's such a vet move, you know. It is. Yeah, you're right about that. I I, I actually like it. He hadn't been hitting lately, although either. No, I was looking up his. He's uh, below 200. Correa oh is, God. let's see here, Joey Gallo, one for four last night, and he's still at 189. Oh, God. Yeah, they've Not got good. a lot of guys who are uh, right around that that uh, Mendoza line. Buxton last night, 0 for 3, down to 233. Oh, Jesus. Just, a lot of called third strikes for him lately. Yeah, he that. goes through he goes through large uh, phases of striking out. Yeah, he does. There's no question. I like the guy. I I just the whole thing. Look, I just cannot believe that so many guys just all of a sudden can't hit. There's got to be something's causing this. I don't know what the hell it is. Some chirping going on in the clubhouse, yeah. or whatever the hell it is, or some bad instruction or bad leader. I don't yeah, know. I'd be curious to see what the, like the morale is amongst yes. everybody. Like, is everybody yes. down and sulking as far as the like hitting goes, or are they they have anybody in there that's trying to get them going? Because once you start swinging and missing, it's very contagious. If oh, yeah. you're down, and now that rubs off on everybody. But as Judd already pointed out. You got bases loaded, nobody out. Now there's one out. You hit a ground ball, and you don't even step out of the. You don't even run to first. He like yeah. jaw. He waited in the box. First of all, didn't he wait till almost when the the, the ball was fielded before he well, even probably because he's fast and he got thrown out by a few steps. Yep. I uh, he so, should yeah. if he had left the plate, they they would have scored a run there. There's no question. I think the problem is this, uh, and I, I found this in a different sense in covering football, but I think the problem is the clubhouse thing. The pitchers, if they're not now, are going to be pissed off soon, right? Yeah, I would think. Because it's like if the defense is playing great and the offense can't score points in football, they can say whatever they want about, we're a family, we're a team. No, the one side's like, no, I'm doing my job. Do yours, right? Yep. So if I'm the pitchers, I'm like, hold on a second here. We are, for the most part, you know, have been outstanding and you guys can't score a bleep and run? I know. It's That's really hard to watch. It's Kevin. very, very hard to watch. Because I love that team. I do. I've loved the Twins since I was nine years old. And yeah. it's really painful for me to watch them get their ass kicked like that. Don't apologize for being pissed. I, I feel like in this state, you're deemed to be a bad fan if you get mad, right? Like, how can you be mad at the Twins? Right, just right. Be, just That's be true. patient. The Tom Bernard plan to me is the best one possible. Have some East Coast fan. Have expectations. And love get it. Pissed off right. when they're not met. That's why I love you. Don't worry, our listeners are on board. They're even harsher than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Chad messaged me saying, 
Rocco should have been fired after blowing the season last year, in my opinion. So don't worry. <laughs> We've got listeners that are on board with Perfect. you guys. Which, which is good because it's like you're, people obviously said, well, they're still in first place and in a great position to win the division. But it's like, no, there's now expectations where the expectation is just to win and get in. It's like we can Absolutely. actually make some noise and move forward in the playoffs, which isn't something that most Minnesota teams are used to being able to say. Well, i got to be honest with you, and, and you know, this is the first time I've worked with Judd, uh, I would have, by this time, most seasons, particularly in first place, would have reached out to the team and said, hey, can we have a couple of players on? I don't want to talk to them right now. <laughs> I just don't. It's like, you're pissing me off. Stay off my show. But Byron Buxton, you're always welcome in here and also in my oh, home. Here, oh my we go. here we oh, go. Boy. Oh, boy. Here we just go. Just saying, Byron, if you're out there, you can come in at any time. <laughs> All right. Beautiful wife and kids. I, and yeah, I'm not trying to ruin his life. I'm just saying. I, I like how you're worried about your like house, ruining though. his life and not your own family that you have established. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a nice touch. You're right. Thanks, Tevin, for reminding me about reality. Oh, go, go. Why don't you go sit in the other room while Brian, or whatever the hell is, Buxton. Mm. I couldn't even say his name. I was so upset with you. Brittany you Buxton? Okay, um, she's got her uh-huh. second marriage already lined up. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. All right, Judd's got to go. I bet you're really sorry to be leaving after that little bit. Uh, it just got it just got very intriguing. Mm. Say, huh? <laughs> I didn't see that God. coming from Brittany. Judd is in. Oh, you got, got to know me more. I'm the worst. So, Judd, right, before you leave, you say, say this before you leave, though. Yeah. I'd like to take a run at one of the links. No. Anyways, I'm a happily married man with a, with a beautiful dog as well. Okay. Okay, we get it. You're better than me. All right. All right. We'll talk to you I'll later. Talk to you guys Bye, Judd. Thanks a lot. She's in here. Want to go after Buxton? What the hell's the matter? I just with said you? he's welcomed in here at any time. It was your tone. Yeah, I get. No, how about the look in her eye? Right. So I go wonder what that thing looks like. Just- Jesus. I did not say that. Yes, you did. The look was in your I eye. I don't have to it. wonder. I saw you thinking it. <laughs> this show's come off the rails very really quickly. Brittany. Don't point so aggressively at me. I'm it's pointing too, there now. It's Wait too. Where's the camera? There it is right there. Judgment. Oh, the, I can just point at the When you point at me, what do they say? Three pointing back. No, it's one pointing back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would do. just... <laughs> <laughs> We are losing it. I There's know. No but no, I, look, I got to be honest with you. I This Twins thing's really pissing me off. I It's my whole summer is watching the Twins, for Christ's sake, and getting a pontoon that you can ride on. Thank you. Uh, Trevor has some advice for us. Okay, good. One of our listeners get emailed out of the in. Business. Yep, it was one of get out of the business. Plus, uh, Trevor said, you know, you guys should go just like uh, the Rudy route. Switch teams to a better team, like the Packers. Much better feeling there. You could stop after the Packers. We did, who, what was this guy's name? This is Trevor. Trevor. I hope he's not a Packer fan, and that's what he's suggesting. I know that Rudy switched over to the Packers, yeah. which is disgraceful. Disgraceful. But, oh, but, I agree. But that, way more fun. Oh, I'm sure it is. So much fun. I'm sure it is, but it's the water's great over here in Minnesota. Is it, though? Sometimes. I don't know about that. <laughs> sometimes. Three months out of the year. That's generous. Yeah, there the, you go. The entire season. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, but I have a question for you. Aren't you a Brewers fan, too? I am. Yeah. I mean, nobody sucks more than they I was going to say, the Brewers are terrible. 
Well, yeah, but we're not talking about that. I don't. Here's oh, the thing, we're not talking about that part. I, here's the thing. I think people sometimes get wrapped up in sports, and I'm like, I don't give two shits how good or bad your team is. Uh, yeah. Listen, if you're hanging off the side of a cliff and you are wearing a Raiders cap, okay, bad example. I might kick a Raiders fan off a cliff. But yeah, there you go. I was going to say, if you are wearing a Yankees cap, I would pull you up. So that's why I don't let sports get no, in the way of no, things, right. you know? Yeah. No, the yeah. people that take it, like, once the game is being played, like, okay, yeah, we can pretend to be yeah, like mortal yes, enemies. Absolutely. But, yeah, yeah after yeah. the game, I don't care enough for like, you to, yeah. You're not wearing the same yeah. shirt come, I'm wearing. Come mm. talk shit to me about my team. No, we're fine. Yeah, we're, you, you got to treat it like Ralph. And what was the name of that dog in the Wiley Coyote? It was Ralph, right? When they'd go to work and they'd be like, morning, Ralph, morning, Sam. And then the it was Wiley like, Coyote and Ro, uh, the Road Roadrunner. Runner. Yeah, but it was he was against the sheep dog instead. Oh of yeah, the, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And yep. they beat the hell out of each other for eight hours, and then at the end of it, they'd be like, Check oh, out. "Well, yeah. have a great day," and yeah. that was that. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. it wasn't just one team. You 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 went all Wisconsin with your all team. all Wisconsin. Yeah. So including the University of Wisconsin. Yep. I'm bad. So all fan. Wisconsin. Yeah. Why? Dude, that one pass with Favre. It turned me. That I was it. Couldn't do it anymore. No more he could threw I threw the ball away. Yep. No more could I deal with having a losing hockey team. I couldn't deal with having an awful men's basketball team. I just I was done. I you couldn't hit do it your anymore. rock bottom. Yep. And I just switched. You know what's really sad? I hate to admit this. Does Wisconsin have a professional hockey team? Uh, they do not. They have they a minor so. league. They have a minor league team or something like that in Milwaukee, but not a professional team. I no. How do they not have a professional hockey team? That's weird. Well, you'd think ours would be good. Like there is just so well, many things so, yeah. that you go. Obviously, we are well, the state of hockey. Okay, mm-hmm. but yeah. the st- the state of hockey is definitely a self-proclaimed. So it's cold <laughs> here. Like I could just call, start calling us the state of football. Okay, okay. It doesn't mean the football yeah. team is going to be. Here's great. an example. Right. Just in general, you can find free ice here, and you can't find free ice in many states. So like that alone gives us a little bit of an edge, and people being like, "I'm a good skater. I love Minnesota." Like growing up. Here, Why so are you it's... using your real voice? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, go back to your radio. Voice. <laughs> so go back like, to your radio. Voice you think exactly. that we would be raising some good hockey players? that we, would stay here, so I right. don't understand. But we do have great players. Like, the high school collegiate system in Minnesota is, like, top of the line, 10 out of 10. So can't but we like it doesn't make mean them... that they all stay and play for the Wild. Like, you have to get drafted or sign and well, choose is, to go places. That's what we do. We make them pinky promise, like, there at go. a young age, like, super yep. young, when you can get them with, like, suckers and cupcakes. Promise you're going to stick around, okay? Okay, promise? And that's how we do it. You're welcome. Done. So I have a question. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar first played for the Milwaukee Bucks, didn't he? He did. Mm-hmm. Before he went to L.A. Because mm-hmm. yeah, somebody sent I don't know who sent it to me, but and I don't even know where it is. It's got to be around out somewhere. But I, I have one of his original Milwaukee Bucks uh, wrist, those, oh, cool. yeah, those yeah. wristband things, yeah. whatever the hell they are. I don't even remember who sent it to me, but it's like, did he really? Yeah, like he did start at Milwaukee, yeah, didn't he? I think he, didn't he win a championship or two I, in Milwaukee? You might be right. I think. You might be right. He can play basketball pretty well, I thought. Yeah, well, that whole, he was probably because obviously, like players in that generation, don't get a lot of or as much respect just because it was so long yeah, ago. Yep. But when you hear people that like study the NBA on a regular basis, like mm-hmm. he was one of the most dominant players, no doubt, that ever lived. Like he was ridiculously talented. That's why the Minneapolis Lakers were so phenomenal because their center was the best of all time at that time. Yeah. And then Kareem came along and other people like him. I mean, it's just Shaquille O'Neal. You can't take anything away from Shaquille, baby. They, you cannot. They changed the ge- like the rules to the, they had to change the equipment because he broke so many backboards. Like we have to make things <laughs> stronger. How wild this man is, is that? Is 
God, he's a big fella. I've never met him in person. I've talked to him on the phone, but I, you guys ever met him in person? I've not, no. A friend of mine used to date him. Whoa. What was his name? Yeah. What? what? Really? Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah, no, a friend of mine used to date him, yeah. So he used to come downtown and stuff. Ugh. I never really, like, I didn't. I never got a chance to sit, sit at the table, but I was in the vicinity. So you didn't like the guy? I, I liked him, but, oh, but you, trust me, it's like sitting down at the, uh, you know, the, the comics tailor, uh, table at the comedy cellar. You got to be asked to sit at that table. Hell There's no yeah. just yeah. popping a squat and being like, what's up, Shaq? What are you drinking? Can what's I get you something? What's the latest? Yeah, no. <laughs> The hell of a player he was. Unbelievable, man. yeah. He was an amazing player, no doubt about that. So it's a good thing we're talking about sports not in Minnesota because the Twins are pissing me off. That's why. We need to make sure we have some heart medication on <laughs> I hand. Need it. A defibrillator in the corner. Just four in the room. There's yeah. no doubt about it. There's no question. <sighs> well, don't worry. Soon it'll be September, and then you can get upset about the Vikings as well. And what? the weather. And- Ooh. The f- <laughs> What's that? Ooh, they're dead to me. Yeah, they're dead to me right now. I did see Chad Greenway's doing commercials now, by the way. Yeah, well, the old former linebacker. Yeah, he's pushing uh, Grey Duck Vodka, Grey Duck. I think is his thing. Is that what it is? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is pretty successful now. They've, they're yeah. everywhere. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, I saw him for some other, like a realty company. He's at it's a bank. Oh, it's a bank. I believe okay. it's a well, bank. That's what it yeah. is. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I saw him doing. I didn't know he did commercial. Get that bag. Yeah. I, I met him backstage at a Metallica show one time. Oh yeah. And I turned the corner, and it was him and Brock Lesnar standing next to one oh, another. Oh, big fellas. And I ran right <laughs> chest, head first. My chest, my head went right into Brock Lesnar's chest. Oh. And I hit him, and I he looked down. I was eating a slice of pizza, and he looked down at me, and he went, "I like pizza." <laughs> Profound. And then you just gave him your slice yeah, of pizza. Of course. And I was like, can I can I finish mine? And Chad's like, leave him alone. I was like, I gotta go. I was I'm like, so scared. I just got bullied by a guy 10 years younger than me. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Well, no, a lot larger than all of us put together. Yeah, you, you don't have to be ashamed about getting no. bullied by no. all of us would be handing the pizza no. over. I'd be like, ah! No doubt about it. No question. We do have to take a break here. Be right back and wrap things up right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. If you've been listening, you know I'm a fan of Nissan vehicles. I own an Altima. My son and daughter-in-law both own Nissans, and we bought them all at Walzer Nissan stores here in the metro. They hang their hats in Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. So why is Walzer different than other Nissan stores? And why should you absolutely go there this month? Tell them I personally sent you to lease or buy your next vehicle. First, there's Walzer Care, a complimentary powertrain warranty that will keep you covered for miles to come for free at Walzer Nissan. This month, you can score 0% financing for up to 60 months on select Nissans, or you can lease the 2023 Nissan Pathfinder S for only $269 a month. You'll need to tell them you want the Tommy B deal, of course. That's understood. So, not just Nissan, but Walzer Nissan, Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. Don't forget to let them know the Tom Bernard family sent you and ask for the Tommy B deal deal. Go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Two sixty nine per month for 24 months. 10,000 miles per year. 5,900 do it signing. Vin PC 261725. Hey folks, Judd Zolgad here. You know, wouldn't it be nice to lose over 20 pounds before summer? Well, you can with Livia's doctor-recommended program. Look and feel your best with a weight loss program voted number one in Minnesota. Receive personalized and guided support from Livia's team of experts. Join today and receive three months free plus a free gift during Livia's Client Appreciation Week. What are you waiting for? Get summer ready with Livia. Call today, 8 
855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. You know, I lost 40 pounds more than a year ago now, and here's the best part. Livia helps you keep the weight off. So we're not just talking weight loss here. Uh Uh-uh. We're talking weight loss and sustainable weight loss, and ultimately, that's the most important thing. Start your success today and get summer ready. Call 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Join now and receive three months free plus a free gift. Call now, 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. Don't miss Livia's annual Spring Client Appreciation Event, May 6th through the 12th. Special savings, giveaways, and more. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, got about nine minutes left in the show. That's it. Lots of emails. I want to hear them. Okay. I can't wait. Jeremy wrote, I quit the Vikings in 98. Go Pack. Go Rudy. Uh, I will say this. Don't become a Packers fan this year. Okay. Oh, no. This is going to be a brutal, brutal year for us. Year? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, wait a couple it of is. years if you want to switch teams. Yeah. Yep. Um, I will wait then. I was going to... Jump on them hmm? this year. You're dead to me, Brittany. Um, exactly. Yeah, because I'm such a big Vikings fan. <laughs> exactly. I do look better in green. I will have to say that. Why is there a picture of you on my screen right now? I don't know. Look at this. Oh, is it going to be something? To f- I always fall for this. I always fall for this. It I know is it's the gonna... quintessential Brittany photo. It's, yeah. Really, I just got it's a it's like a perfect picture of you. I, I'm not even going to look. Well, I've got look, more emails. You can come for you. And look at this. I, I mean, Looks just like yeah, it. Yeah, it looks just like <laughs> it. <You> meth mouth. <laughs> okay. I'm all connected here. I'd hold it up and show you, Rudy, but I can't because I sure. got like three Trust different me. wires. <laughs> it's like looking yes. in a goddamn mirror. <laughs> um, if you were about 50 years older. Yeah, that's yeah. even that is offensive. Like, I will age far better than that. Have you seen my mom, Beverly? Like, we will do fine. Um, Aaron wrote in, sad thing is, twins finally have a healthy starting batting lineup. They wanted to have it on opening day. Still can't hit. Yep. Um, let's see. People, a lot of us are advising to go the Rudy route. Um, I'm leaving for all Wisconsin yep. sports. And then Pete wrote in, before last night's games, Twins dead last in batting average on 28th in on-base oh, percentage. Oh, God. So. Why yep. me? I'm sorry. Why do I have to suffer through it all? I don't know. You have a you're an abusive relationship, and once you acknowledge that, you can move on. You are with the twins. Yes, you are in an abusive relationship with the twins. Oh, with the twins. Yeah, but you don't, you don't want to move on, though. You, I'm you're never going to move on. This is a bad on. friend, and this you're, is bad advice. No, you're, we're this far into the hurt and the pain. No, that's... You, you just got to stay, because of what's going to happen <laughs> is the Twins are going to eventually... Yes, and then they're going to win a championship, or the Vikings will win a Super Bowl, or something good is going to happen, and then it's just going to feel that much better. When I, I'm sitting on no, Hennepin Avenue no. for the parade. What is there's a terminology for this? It's like stock loss or stop loss. It's the idea of you put in a lot of energy, so you should keep putting more into it, and right. it's proven it's like, time and time again. It's like you being need down to walk away, game. cut your losses, and be done. There's a term for it. I know somebody's screaming it at me right now, but like there's a term for that is not a good way to live your life. Like, well, I put in four years with this a-hole, so I'll just keep... It's my relationship with Tom and vice versa. We've both put in a lot of time and effort, so we're just going to keep going forward. No, I'm ending it all right now. I know. It's over. That's all I'm saying. It's pretty much the advice I gave you, which don't take because I need this job. I got to be honest with you. When I was a little kid, when the Lakers did leave, I still was a Laker fan because... 
They yeah. Mini- they were the still- Minneapolis Lakers. And I was very, very young. Christ, again, I was like two or something. <laughs> I was not very old. I know that. How do they not change names? And I know this is a stupid question, and you guys know I'm not like... Because of all the lakes in California. Right. It's so stupid. Or LA, I should say. Even North Stars? That's so stupid. Yeah, well, they the at stars. least yeah they at least drop the north so the yeah, stars you know. just and, be something else if you buy the team. Yeah, well, there's like the team um, who was oh the Utah Jazz like was originally in New Orleans. Yeah. There's like that there's makes jazz sense. Music in yeah. Utah, yeah, like, but, but they kept problem. the name. She's got one problem. Did you ever hear of the Lone Star in Texas or the Texas Star? Then yeah, be there that. Dallas then be the Lone really Stars. Well. But we all know it's, it's the, the Dallas north Stars. Yeah, but it's the Stars. Okay, fine. Well, you guys. Fine, the Lakers. Lean into like that. Like, if one. you had a team, it'd be called the Disasters. Because it would fit right in. I would at least pick an animal, because I think non animal <laughs> ones are dumb. You're going to pick an animal, are you? <laughs> yeah, like Lakers. What are we, like, even, it's actually I kind know. of a dumb name. I mean, it's cool when it was it Minnesota. But it's like, what are you going to be? A body of water? <laughs> okay, yeah, you can't have a mascot. That's okay. Point, Brittany. Yep. And I would pick something not everybody picks like i would never be like the bears or something where it's an animal that's tigers bears yeah there's a lot there's of like animals one team called the bears there's like a lot of teams i'm not saying only in football the memphis right. grizzlies that's oh, a i bear. guess the grizzlies that's a yeah. bear yeah there's a lot okay. like yeah there are more of them i'm sure and like can we count cubs they're okay you know what i'm just gonna be quiet yeah. Yeah, sure. so like that's i'd pick bear. an animal that's still aggressive and cool but like not like everybody picks. Okay, what's your top? If you had to start a team today, what's your mascot going to be? Because well, I feel like you've given this a lot of thought. Okay, so like anaconda, that's scary. Oh, okay, yeah, but yeah. Like I feel like that's too long though. Mm-hmm. You can call us like. There's the cobras, the diamondbacks. Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. saying snakes. So, mm-hmm. Okay, that. mongoose. They kill snakes. And you, but then it's because when it's that long, you have to shorten it to something. And now, what are you, the geese? Like, what's the you, first off? You, geese is not the same as mongoose, and I'm right, worried I'm that saying, you think so. No, no, but I'm saying like this is too long. Like mongoose is two syllables. It still feels too long. Mongoose, mongoose. You, yeah, you can't chant mongoose. Yes, I can. No. You know, you realize in the Eastern time zone, this show would have been over an hour ago. And okay, they would have what been, would be your been mascot? Right on time. What, what would be your mascot, sir? For what kind of team? Any, you, well, first of all, I think the Vikings is a great name for a football team. Yeah, but I yep. don't like the human mascot sometimes. Like you that's don't? like That can be a bit creepy sometimes. I think they do a good job oh, really? with him. But like the Brewer guy is a little creepy sometimes looking. Okay, we, can, we only got one minute, so I will tell you. Well, we got about three minutes, actually. But I will tell you, the worst of all time was my high school. What was it? It was the Minneapolis North Polars. Polar. Okay? The Polars. Yeah. I was one of about five Polars left in that entire building. And they literally got so upset because polar bears are white. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. We're at North High School. Yeah. The slogan I was, the year I was supposed to graduate was, and I'm not kidding you, bears have soul. I'm not making that Bears up. Because the bear soul? was white. The black people didn't like the fact that the that the bear was white. Bears so have they came up with bears have soul. That's the so weirdest. What? The more you think about it, the weirder that's well, embarrassing. Is. It's horribly it's, embarrassing. I was the Stillwater ponies for a little See? bit. Yeah, that's yeah. that's not great. It's not great. <laughs> but it can be like a, that's just a small horse. It is. But they had like this red um, it, the po- being the pony was a big honor. Mm-hmm. It was this red pony, and the person who would get the mascot job would be somebody usually like in gymnastics, and they always like next leveled it. So it was weird. There was a lot of like pride around being the ponies. S T I L H two O. 
Nice. My school was the Chieftains. We got a lot of flack all the time. <laughs> we had a plaque in our school that was like we got permission from some like local whatever. One tribe. person just yeah. said we're okay with it. This. But our, I remember our bus would always get like egged and snowballs thrown at it because people were like they'd be like Chieftains or or Indians are people, not mascots. Which oh, correct? Is like, it, did they switch it? On, and we didn't though. have we didn't have like a mascot. We didn't do any like tribal chants or anything like that. Well, I have a like, question for you. Weren't you did, weren't they named that to honor the chieftains? Yeah. So being honored is not a bad thing, is it? We had to switch ours. No, but I mean I get yours? why yeah they would make We were Henry it. Sibley warriors and we were it was like a Native American warrior. Are, so they the first warriors. switched it to like but weren't like, you honoring the warriors too? It wasn't great. I'm not oh, gonna say great? it wasn't great because okay. it'd be some white kid out there in like a headdress. It wasn't great. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, and then you do like the the tomahawk, yeah, exactly. the tomahawk stuff. Chop. It's like it just wasn't great. No. And then so they switched it originally. Then to like they're like, okay, warrior can mean they switch it to like a knight, which was like yes. okay. And then they went ahead. They switched the whole Henry Sibley completely because I'm sure. He did some terrible thing. I don't even know. So now I don't even know what my high school's named anymore. <laughs> I want you to do me a favor, and you cannot say it on the air. Okay. There's a town called Pekin, Illinois. It's P-E-K-I-N. It and is I want, great. I want you to look up and see what their name was. You can't say it on the air, but look, Pekin, Illinois, what their football team was nicknamed. Do you know, Rudy? Mm. You no. don't want to know. No. You don't want to know. Whoever I'll came up you. with the name, I should have been fired immediately. I think now they are the dragons. They're the yeah. dragons now. They are yes, but Do they it. are not. They didn't. They didn't used to be the dragons. And peeking, peeking pecker faces or something like no. that. Something. No, it, did it they have much worse than <gasps> that? Yeah. Oh, she yeah. found it. And didn't they have that name for a while? <laughs> yeah, a long yeah, it time. It wasn't like it was like we did it for a year and then realized. No, it was. We really leaned into this. Pekin, like in no. Peking? No, it's bad. Get it? Peking? Pekin? The Pekin Golden Showers? What are we talking about here? Oh, it's much worse Even than worse that. Even worse than that? It's much worse it's than that. It's just shocking that what? That they would have used it. And by the way, does it show the logo? Uh, no. Because the logo was even more oh, offensive than the imagine. name. I haven't even seen the logo. You guys, it wasn't until 1975 that they switched it. I know. It was just, it was 50 years ago. So they found, and then they agreed on the new one in 1980. Oh, they did. Okay. Oh, no, no. In 1980, the school board forced a name change. So it wasn't until 1980. Really? Yes. Well, so it's still 45 years ago almost. Yeah. 43 years ago. But yeah, the, uh, the, lo the logo for the team was not... Flattering. Uh, I'm going to guess that the name of the team is what that guy yelled at uh, Rice <laughs> out in the middle of uh, Fenway Park. Pretty, pretty close? close. Okay, right on. Yeah, <laughs> pretty close. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me just say this because I'm going to I'm changing the subject completely. Uh, you know when the Warriors that used to wear those, you know, the body armor and all that stuff, mm -hmm. and when it would, didn't work properly, they said there was a chink in the armor. Okay, mm -hmm. but they did. But it was I already a, feel uncomfortable. It was a different reference. I'm just saying. Right. But they went with that name for decades, yeah. and I cannot believe that they would ever do something like that. That's wild. Because when you say like how it's being used there with the Ching of the Armor, so when Jeremy Lin, who was an Asian NBA player, yeah. had this yeah. great stretch of games yep. and then had a couple bad games, and the headline in like the New York Times was a chink in the armor. They did? Yeah. Oh, my what? God. Yeah. Oh my God. What year was that? <sighs> 
like 2010-ish, somewhere what? in there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, in the was, armor in 2010? Yeah, and they were like, they got just Ooh. murdered for it because wow. they're like, we get it, like, we understand that it's not how you meant it, but you can't say you that. You can't say that? <laughs> An Asian-American <laughs> basketball player. And just act like, oh, it was a coincidence. No. No. <laughs> You're the worst. Yeah. Be done. All right. We got to fold it up. But yeah, you. so you looked it up. That's a nice name, huh? I got to go. And try to find the logo because the logo is much more offensive than the name. Ooh. I mean, the buck teeth were hanging down by the chin. No, the, stop. Oh, yeah. It was horrible. That's terrible. It was hideous. Their school song was just the sound of a gong. Stop. Gong. I'm going home. I cannot with you guys. All right, we got to go. <laughs> Brittany's got to go home and pray. That's what you got to do.